You're listening to Steady Picks Radio. Steady Picks is your source for industry-leading sports betting data and the latest news and information to help you bet smarter and start winning. Go to www.steadypicks.com to learn all the ways that you can listen to Steady Picks Radio and let our expert hosts help you win some money. Remember, betting is more fun when you win. Radio Wake Up and Wager. Welcome back into the show. Happy Monday morning. Man, oh man, we're getting close to December. If you can really believe that. Steadypicks.com. Completely free to sign up. Go sign up today. Best bets from our expert hosts. The Steady Picks system plays. All that and so much more. Of course, you get access to this show every day, just completely free. Um, tough uh, weekend for us here, Ricky. How you doing this morning? Yeah, Tom. Really, really tough weekend. It's Mondays are always a lot more difficult <laughs> coming off of a tough weekend. So we're here. We're here, though. Yeah, and it's one of those things, again... You know, it's it's hard to think about, hard to talk about because on one hand we got we got cleaned out this weekend, but you know everything we do here is completely free. We've been pretty darn good through twelve weeks of the season. Twelve, yeah, twelve, and um, you know I I think that has to come into account that you know we're on here doing everything for free, everything that we can. Um, And more than anything, even though we lost, I still would say that the way that we were handicapping the games this weekend, Ricky, like you and I for this week, was Mm -hmm. maybe more sound than it's ever been. Yeah, you know, it just sucks because this is the first weekend in a really long time that like we've all had a had a really tough weekend. Usually the the good old steady pick system will bail us out or one of us will sweep the board. But yeah, Tom, it was just a it was just a tough week all around. But you know, as bad as we're making it sound, it actually wasn't really like that bad. But I think we've become so so accustomed to uh, you know, these winning weekends and stuff that we haven't had one of these that stings in a little while, and you know we just had one, so we tough it up, tough tough it out, keep going, and we move on. That's yep. really all you all you could do. I mean, I'm mostly hurt about the Eagles right now more than my bets, even truthfully, just as like a a fan of a team, like they fucked my week up, Tom. <laughs> more than my bets, the bets are just a cherry on top. Yeah. None of it helped. I don't think I I think I lost um all of these games. I think I had the under 
47, charges Broncos. My NFL season has just gone off the rails into the woods. Um, by far the worst NFL season I have ever had, ever seen. Like, this is just horrendous. So I'm not so sure what I'm going to do. I know I talked about stopping betting the NFL. Um, I think that may come through now at this point because what I did, I mean, I, I've never been more confident in a card uh, for steady picks, maybe since I've been doing this with steady picks. Like the Rams were a great play at their price. We got Rams that were a like, great play, Tom. Just yeah. touching on that game for a second, that jerk off who muffed the punt or who fumbled the punt on the Rams then puts their back against the wall. And they, they go for it on six. fourth. I mean, yeah, they go for it on fourth. And that guy, Henderson, such a soft run. I don't know how he doesn't get that first down, but it just didn't go well, Tom. If the Rams weren't a bad pick, the game just didn't go, you know, it. it it didn't go our way. Well, not even that it didn't. I think the coaching was horrendous. I think he coached this game, McVay coached this game so emotionally that he lost control. It was 7 nothing, and you were going for it on 4th and 1 from your own 30. That is desperation mode. That screams, I can't win this game to me. There's no reason you should be going for that. None. Zero. I didn't love that, Tom, but let me tell you what had me jumping out of my seat in that game. I am so tired of hearing Jalen Ramsey run his damn mouth. This guy's scared of Devontae Adams. He won't follow him around. He never takes on the best receiver for the whole game. Yesterday, he's he's on the short side of the field with the tight ends and the running backs. He did nothing, Tom. He did nothing to impact that game from a defensive standpoint. You could have had anybody out there, and maybe one of these young kids would have had the balls to go follow Devontae Adams around the field. And I'm sure they'll put it on his coach and say, you know, that wasn't the scheme. But you know what? If you're the best corner in the league and you call yourself a lockdown guy, follow (laughs) Devontae Adams' ass around the field and lock him down. It's simple as that. Yeah. You should be able to play from any of the spots. I I totally agree. So the Rams just from the very first minute of that game just looked like they never had a chance. Uh, The Browns plus three, uh, I'm sorry, the Colts plus three might be the most disappointing of them all because they were winning by, what, two touchdowns at one point uh, late in the third quarter. They had a 10-point lead. In the about to go up by 17 potentially, and then Carson Wentz fumbled and everything went wrong from there. I, uh, at that point, I actually live bet the Buccaneers like for a quarter of a unit at plus 200. Uh, just to kind of like, I think, yeah, I did like 0.35 units. You felt it happening. I just knew it was coming. It was right before that fumble, it was like sometime before that. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know, it's just this is this is not going to last. Colts do what the Colts do. Bucks do what the Bucks do. And sure enough, that's what came through. I guess I should have done more. Would have covered me a little better. But uh, that's tough, though, Tom. Like, just just a note on that game. The, the right side of that game was the Colts. Like, anybody who watched a game, you know, 
Fournette, you know, breaks breaks loose at the end of the game and they end up covering the spread, but it should have been a push yeah. at the absolute worst. Yep. What what a yeah, like just tough, Tom. And even the Browns too. I see you had the Browns. Mm-hmm. Like Justin Tucker has to kick that field goal with forty seconds left or whatever last night when it was a wire to wire cover for the most part. It's just so tough, you know? And that's why, yeah, and, and and that but I feel like that's what we're doing every week with with me in particular. I'm not talking everybody else is doing fantastic. Every week I feel like I pick the couple of games that are pretty good plays and then just fall apart somehow. I don't know. But I think uh I think I'm done with the NFL and let this serve as a as a good lesson for everybody listening. Truly. Like it pains me to sit here and talk about how bad my NFL season has gone. It pains me. But at least let it be an example as to sometimes you can think you're doing everything right and maybe we're still doing something wrong. Or maybe it's just time to move on to something else because the NFL is tough to beat. I've been preaching it since day one of the season. NFL is really hard to beat for these exact reasons. They're just so difficult. Um, the, lo- the lows are low in the NFL and the highs are high. That's how I always really, I feel like that sums it up well, Tom. So, uh, yeah, my NFL season is below 10 units, and uh, that's okay. We may just be here to, to assist Ricky and Donnie as best we can, throw in our two cents, and uh, – let this NFL season wash over us. Let the hate wash over us, Ricky. <laughs> we'll um, be all right, Tom. We'll be all right. The game tonight, though, Ricky. The game tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. Tell me what you make of this. So we've got the Seahawks on the road against the Washington football team. I see this line anywhere from minus one to plus one on the football team. Road favorites or road dogs for the Seahawks. And line opened about two and a half, it looks like, is the number I can see. Uh, Washington catching two and a half points is the opener that I see. Give me what you think about this game. Seahawks are catching a little bit of the money as opposed to the football team. So tell us what you see. You know, Tom, I just – I don't know what to do here. I'll tell you this. I'm not back in the Seahawks. I'm done with I'm done with that team. I don't think anybody can comfortably back them here. Washington, yeah, they're playing well, coming off two, two nice wins. But, again, like their best player on defense is out, Chase Young. A lot of the guys from last year aren't there. I know the defense is playing better, but I'm not expecting them to be like to to come into what they were last season. That being said, gun to my head, Tom, if I had to make a pick on this game, I would roll with the under. I think both of these defenses are playing well. Um, You know, Haneke, while he has scrapped his way to some points, I think this is a game that probably goes through Antonio Gibson in the ground. Um, so, you know, cold primetime game, 
that would be where I'd go. But again, my confidence is all fucked up after this weekend. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do here, Tom. Yeah, it's, what, are you, what are you thinking? I think it's a good example of a of a primetime game that there's really just no need to get involved in. Like, mm-hmm. there's going to be plenty of these where you just, there's no need to get involved. Part of me starts to like the, the football team a little bit just because Seattle is such a public heavy play um, that I just don't know if it if it is worth a play it is a bit of a reverse line movement and Seattle has really done nothing to show you that they should be a road favorite of even one point um, they've done absolutely nothing this season to say that yeah Tom they were a two and a half point favorite um, was like the the look ahead early week line here so you kind of look at this either way. You know, it's like, did they, are you getting them at a good value? Because at the end of the day, I know it's tough to say this, but at the end of the day, it's Russell Wilson and the Seahawks. Uh, Has my, that my ship only... sailed? Are we done with that saying? For the last, I don't know, seven years we've been saying that. Is it time to not say that anymore? I don't think it is, Tom. And now the more I'm looking at this, I'm starting to think that this is a good buy low on the Seahawks. We're never, ever going to get a lower point for the Seahawks team. They're going against a backup QB still. I, I like the guy, Hineke, but he's a backup QB. The defense isn't great. I don't know. Now, now I'm kind of feeling like Seahawks have some value here. But again... This is just tough. This is tough. Um, For what it's worth, I do have a ticket on the Seahawks at plus one and a half, which was the highest uh, that they kind of reached. So plus one and a half is the ticket that I have on the Seahawks. I think I see Russ getting right tonight, Tom. Like, I, I think I see the Seahawks playing a good football game tonight. The problem is the whole world sees that too and you know seattle's catching over 60 percent of the money here taking a quick look at the uh the injuries on both sides just to see if there's anything key here um almost 70 percent it looks like almost 70 percent you know when the uh the washington football team is going to get their tight end back tonight Logan Thomas be another mm-hmm. weapon. Stay off, Tom. Yep, yep. This is this this has stay off written all over it. Yeah, I do have the one and a half ticket, uh, like I said, but obviously that's not there anymore. I would stay off if I didn't ha- if I didn't already bet that I would be off of it at this point. I just thought I might get a good. I thought I might get a good number. At plus one and a half, I thought this might drop to. You know, them laying a few points, not a few, a point or two. Hasn't quite happened that way, but that's the ticket I have for whoever cares about that. All right. Uh, Ricky, have you looked at next week's games? And 
this is an exercise I like to do with you just to see, just to gauge where you're at with, with the lines, the opening lines. Um, this is also something that I think, as we bet on sports, pretty seriously as we do, you have to kind of reflect a bit as to what you're doing, what's working, what's not. And I think for me, I've been betting a lot of uh, early. I've been betting a lot of the NFL on Monday, Tuesday, right? You guys mm-hmm. know this, right? Before the week, early in the week, trying to get the best of some numbers, and we're getting the best of numbers. Like, let's be clear about that. If there's anything we're doing right this season, we are killing the numbers. We are. I would them say, Tom, time. you've gotten a better number than the closing line on probably seventy to eighty percent of your bets. Is the crazy part. I agree. That's wild. Uh, so, as important as that is, it doesn't necessarily mean you're going to win. Now, the other half of this is you're getting extremely unlucky at that rate. Right, The more you beat the closing line, the more you should win games. The variance is a lot lower. But in my if case... the great ones, Tom. The best bettors on the planet, they'll tell you the number one metric of a good NFL better is people who beat closing lines, period. And yep. they'll leave it at that. And they say over a large enough sample size, you will come out on top. Yep. It's numbers. So it's just crazy that we're seeing this little variance of really unluckiness right now. Um, but... Yeah, let's 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 see what we got this week, Tom. See if we can we can beat some lines here. Yep. And the whole reason I was talking about that is I feel like it's maybe maybe I'm betting too many of them too early. Or maybe like I'm not sure I'm not sure. I think something needs to change because I'm getting caught on I'm getting caught on the public side more than I like to by betting them early. Because you don't know how it's going to go. I mean, you can guess, I suppose, but um, you just don't know how it's going to go. Right, right. Anyway, let's look ahead to week 13. Ricky, let's guess some lines unless you've already looked at them. I haven't. Right. I'm disgusted to open my, my apps and see where, where the balances are at, but <laughs> hit me, Tom. Um. Yeah, and that's the beauty, you know, as bad as this NFL season has been for me, you know, betting one unit across, we're down a little over 10 units, and, uh, you know, as bad as it's been, that's all the damage it is. We're not chasing more plays, more plays. Uh, We're letting the damage just hit and move on. Um, Okay. I always like to do this. It's Sunday afternoon. It's a game that the Seahawks are involved in. Uh, it's San Francisco laying two and a half on the road. Oh, I already told you. Jeez. Ah. <laughs> anyway, laying two and a half on the road against Seattle. I like to look at the game for the Monday night teams because I often think if you can if you can predict how they might do tonight, you can really beat this line uh, mm-hmm. for next week. 49ers are playing really well. Tom, I, uh, you know, I've been a big fan of that team, even through the slide. I like teams that are 
like strong defense, can run the ball, not build around the QB. They fit that bill. They are a very tough out. What I really think, and the reason I brought this one up is because I kind of like something here, which is Seattle or um, San Francisco minus two and a half. I feel like is a pretty uh, pretty good bet to make at two and a half. It's a little bit juiced up, so anything but a stellar performance from the Seahawks tonight, and this will go past three, and uh, you know go past three. I like that. Number. The game is in Seattle. So, you know, they they never they'll never be given too many points at home with Russell Wilson despite anything. I think the 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 market always kind of takes account for that, but yeah, Tom, this thing this probably moves through 3 if they shit the bed tonight. I think anything less than a than a stellar performance against the football team and I think it'll go through 3. So that's one I'm keeping a close eye on. I may end up on San Francisco before the uh, before the the show is over. Other one here, okay. we'll look at the football team. The football team at the Las Vegas Raiders. What do you think that line is? Football team at the Las Vegas Raiders. Raiders coming off of a nice Thanksgiving win. Had a little extra time to prepare. I'll say the the Raiders are laying maybe three and a half here. Sitting at two and a half. Really? Laying two and a half. Hmm. And again, I actually even see a one and a half at DraftKings. That's wild. So, again, kind of something, if you think the Washington football team maybe doesn't have a great game tonight, Raiders minus two and a half might be a decent way to go. Yeah, I see some value on this one, Tom. Um, I, I'm not going to be betting it this early, but I, I would be surprised if that doesn't cross three at some point. Let's go to a divisional game. Minnesota at Detroit. What do you have that at? Minnesota at Detroit. Hmm. I'm going to say... Gosh, I'm going to say maybe like Vikings are a road favorite by maybe like five, five and a half. Looks like you're looking at a six and a half or seven right now. (sighs) That Vikings team's good, Tom. They so they went toe to toe with the 49ers yesterday. Nobody has really like beat the Vikings down outright, you know, where like a definitive win. I I really like that team. I, I if like if they squeeze into the playoffs, that's a team you look out for, even though defensively they aren't great. I actually think Dalvin Cook might have suffered a pretty serious injury. I hear um, both, uh, again, both sides. What a surprise. Yeah. Yep. What? I hear both sides of it. I, some people are saying he was like walking around. I think he goes for the MRI today. So we'll find out if he's done for the season or what the, what the deal is with him. Guy's a walking MRI, just saying. I have him in fantasy every year, and it's it's just the same shit year in and year out. Keep this man healthy for the love of God. But, yeah, that's 
That's a tough one, Tom. I don't know that you can lay seven uh, on Minnesota on the road behind that defense. The Lions bite, and we know that. Uh, there is one six and a half left uh, at minus 120. Hmm. I don't like that. Okay. Okay. Um, Last one. Let's see. Maybe not last one. I'm trying to think of any teams that look, looked so bad this week. Let's think on Thanksgiving. Did anybody look particularly bad? Could have been. Well, you know what? I'll tell you this. The Cowboys are going to be getting Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb back. And I think that that offense is going to pop again. Who who are they playing? They are playing the Saints. Oh, that's the Thursday night game, right? That is Thursday night. So they oh, – that's, that's terrible scheduling. They got back-to-back Thursdays? Looks Cowboys? like it. So if I had to guess this one, Tom – because this is what I'd consider betting today. I would say the Cowboys are probably laying ah, maybe a touchdown on the road just because, I mean, it's it's in New Orleans, correct? Yes. I'm going to say six and a half. The number I have is either five and a half or six. I fucking suck at this game, Tom. I'm yeah, always right honestly, there, but I'm never on the dot. Yeah, I mean, um, it's nearly impossible to be on the dot. You, I always say this to every off-air, off that when they ask about this game, I said, Ricky's surprisingly good at this. Like, most people really would not have a gauge on how the two teams might stack up to each other. So, I think you do a fantastic job with this. Thank you, thank you. I'll take it, but... This game in particular, Tom, I actually I kind of want to lay the points with the Cowboys. The Saints team. Really? I think they're in I think they're in serious serious trouble, but I mean, y- you wonder if like the get right is probably either like the Saints aren't just going to continue to get blown out like they have the last couple weeks. They're going to be better than that with Sean Payton, but uh I don't know, yeah. man. I think it really is kind of a season of like we just expect the same old things that have always been good to be good again even when they're struggling so that sentence right there that he's just said about Sean Payton like that's something that I think is holds us back as betters like thinking about Sean Payton that way I just did the same thing earlier with Russell Wilson I was just about to say it's this, you're right this is the Seahawks trap too where we're getting caught in the past rather yes. than living in the present that's exactly what it is and i mean there's there's a couple of teams that we're doing that this year with i think i think sometimes the steelers kind of fall into that too you kind of get so caught on the steelers i mean my god kansas city there's a lot of them there's a lot of them the only team that that really i would say has the same identity as they had last year is the green bay packers i really feel like Mm -hmm. they just rolled it over um but yeah, Tom, I, I couldn't agree with you more. Really interesting. So that's five and a half or six. Five and a half is juiced up, so should be at six some point today would be my guess. Um, Ricky, the last one I want to ask you about here is, uh, where was it? I just lost it. 
Oh. The L.A. Chargers at the Cincinnati Bengals. At the Bengals. Chargers broke my heart yesterday. That was one of the games I I lost big on. Uh, Defense is absolute dog shit. The softest defense I've ever seen in my entire life. The L.A. Chargers. I like Cincinnati here. I'm going to say they're probably laying... I'd say they're laying three because I think the Chargers are going to... This is is like a game that is going to be like that really tough game to bet on Sunday because you know it's probably going to be a shootout. Probably comes down to who gets the ball last. I'll I'll side with Cincinnati here, Tom, and I'll say they're probably laying a field goal. A full full three at home would be my guess. Most of the books are at two and a half. There is one three, and they're all juiced up to go to three. Um, so these two and a half games, just one quick note on these. Mm-hmm. And this kind of goes back to the, the action Jack, um, or captain Jack, excuse me, episode. Keep an eye. If these games move through that three number, cause that's, that's what we're looking for on the seven and the three, these throughout the week, does this two go to three, three and a half, four, or are we, are we stuck at two and a half? And that's what I'll be looking at here, Tom. Absolutely. If you pass through, that's bingo. But at that point, and this is what we, you know, we talk about this too. At that point, it's it's probably too late. If it's moved to three and a half, if you didn't catch a three or a two and a half, if it's off to three and a half, you missed it. It's not bettable anymore. Or maybe it's not. Maybe it is, but it's not a very strong plus EV bet anymore. But I'd rather know, Tom. I'd rather know for my own sake that this went through three and now it's priced like this. But, yeah, I see what you mean. It, it, all, it all depends if you're trying to get the value, but it's a bit of a gamble, again, playing this game. With the COVID nonsense and everything else, you just you got to be careful. So I have actually, uh, and the reason I picked some of these games that I picked is I've made a few plays for next weekend already on the games we talked about. Uh, So I'll share those quickly with you. Minnesota minus six and a half. The Bengals minus two and a half. And the 49ers uh, minus two and a half. I like those. So those are the three that I've gone with. The reason I picked those games. Again, do with those what you want. We have been beating the number. It, it pains me to talk about my plays, uh, but that's what we're here to do. So grab the last six and a half with Minnesota. That's at BetMGM. Uh, San Francisco, there are plenty of two and a halves that are all juiced up to minus 115. Uh, that's a fine number for that. And then the last one being the Bengals, juiced up minus two and a half as well. Tom, I got a question for you. This is a good way to to wrap up the show. I'm curious of your thoughts here. Yep. So we've we've identified throughout this show that you've been beating spreads and you've had some bad luck. You might just be hitting a cold point in the deck per se, mm-hmm. you know. But what you've been doing has had positive expected value. Would you agree? Throughout yes. the season, hundred percent in the NFL. Yes. So my theory here is 
I know you're down, but what if you were to start playing each of your plays for, let's say, three units? And the reason I say that is because you know you're at the point where to continue to beat lines and lose, it's just highly unlikely if you look at the math. Like, you're due for some positive variance right around the corner. And with that being said, is it is it actually a logical decision to potentially uptick the units knowing that a, a positive run should be around the corner? Um, I love your thought process but absolutely not unfortunately because it's a lot like trying to you can think about it this way this is the best way i can explain it when people ask me this is it's almost like trying to time the market like they tell you like the stock market they tell you don't ever try and time it if you're gonna go in just go in today right don't try and time the high time the low i gotta get in i gotta get out Don't mess with that. They show that people that do that, if you just left your money in for like 20 years, you'd be up, I forget what the number was, 12% or something. If the people that keep taking it out on the highs, missing the lows, you know, trying to play it, are like even. It's unbelievable. Like the, the seven largest gaining days and the seven largest losing days are like, account for so much. So anyway, you have to stay in. Um, but I don't think changing how many you're going in for is the right idea. Because you don't know when it's going to turn. You don't know when the variance is going to come back to you. You don't know it. You can't guess it. You know it's coming. But it could honestly, I mean, my sample size, it's what, 40-some games in the NFL? It could take another 40-some games for it to turn around. Right. And Tom, there was no one better equipped to answer that question than you. Um, (laughs) I I was having this conversation with someone else this weekend. And while it sounded so logical in my head, like, Oh yeah, triple up. That makes sense. Deep down. I said, we got to talk to Tom about this on Monday and he's going to explain why you (laughs) never, never would do something so stupid. So that makes so much sense, and I think uh, there's probably a lot of people, including myself, who who needed to hear that out there. <laughs> and I won't say never ever because the other kind of idea that I that I like and that I mess around with at times is you know the old blackjack kind of thing that they tell you about when you're trying to learn blackjack, and, and the thought process is I can't bet the same amount every time because the house has an edge, right? If I bet the same $25 a hand on every single hand, over time I will lose because the house has an edge. So you have to mix in a, a $35 bet, a $50 bet, a 20 back to 25 You have to change it up and try and get lucky, essentially. <laughs> now, One day it, this week, Tom, we're going to go over the Ricky Blackjack strategy. Oh, I got yeah. an unbelievable blackjack system off of what you just said when to raise you we'll we'll go we'll get into it one day this week i think that'd be a good topic i love it but uh yeah that sounds fantastic yeah so there's an element of that but you know blackjack the the dealer has the slight edge when you when you're beating lines like this you actually have i wouldn't even say i'm not going to say a slight edge you might have 
a 50-50 chance. Mm-hmm. With no edge towards the house. And that's really what you're looking for. Like, when you beat the line and they're taking money on other numbers, it increases the value that your bet has. Yep. Right, so uh, interesting stuff. Interesting. Either way, the answer to your question is one unit across the board. Every once in a while, you want to go two units. You know, I'm okay with that. If you there's something you really like, but more or less one unit. Don't start changing everything to three units mid-season. Not gonna work. Asking for trouble. But listen uh, to Tommy Tennis. He'll keep you out of trouble. If nothing else, I promise he'll keep you out of trouble. I guess we need tennis back is the real moral of the story here. Uh, NFL's tough. Tom, today's one of those days I would have loved to just talk only about tennis. Yeah. And nothing about the NFL. But the people don't want that. They need some NFL. We got to give it to them. Yep. Yep. And, uh, okay, three plays for me. That's all I'm betting for this week in the NFL. That is all I'm betting. Let's try and go 3-0. and I mean, my goodness, we need some serious help. We need some help. Um, Steady Picks Radio, wake up and wager. Thanks for listening. Bonus little college basketball play, which I didn't tell you about if you're still around. Wyoming minus 2.5. 10 p.m. tonight. That's my college play for college hoops. Wyoming minus 2.5. Tom, my lone winner yesterday. Wolford. I was wolfing for Wolford. Yeah. During the during the heat of things, I'll tell you they got it done. Well done to you and Donnie. Yeah, we needed that. We needed that. It was uh, nice to get a win. Yeah, in college basketball, we needed that as well. Because my record in college basketball, I think I'm down five units or thereabout. Um, yeah, you hit a tough skid last week. Yeah. So we'll be we'll, back. We'll turn it around. Wyoming minus two and a half uh, for a unit. SteadyPicks.com, SteadyPicks Radio. Wake up and wager. Thank you again for listening very, very much. Good luck tonight with the Monday Night Football, and we'll talk to you tomorrow.